Sorry, I'm a little late, guys. Um, had some audio issues going on. So, yeah, like something happened with my mic. For some reason, I couldn't hear any noise. Then all of a sudden, I could. Then I could. Then I couldn't. Could. Couldn't. Like it was incredibly weird stuff. And like, it might sound a little odd right here. So, like, yeah, if you guys are watching this, just let me know if there's any technical problems. Like, if you anyone in the live chat that that comes on here, just let me know, and I'll see if I can fix it. Cause like, um. This entire thing is weird. This, this it's weird using the Shure SM7B because like this didn't happen before when I was using it, but all, it's all of a sudden happened right now. So I don't know, but it is what it is. So gotta get used to it. Mm -mm. All right, now that's now that that's out of the way. Welcome to the Ray Infinity Show podcast, everyone. And like um, I'm your host Ray, and this is episode number sixty two, and we got a lot of good stuff here to talk about today. So, so like um. We're going to be talking mainly about China and China's influence over the world, pretty much, really. It's like all the bad things that China's been really doing, not which is Taiwan, TikTok, and even like some government officials have ties to the CCP. So it's incredibly weird and scary stuff at the end of the day. So, like, we're going to go right into this. Like, I'm, I'm actually going to, we're going to start right off the bat with this. So, we're going to go right into this right here. So yeah, and again, guys, sorry if the audio doesn't sound that that well because I'm I'm still trying to learn with this new mic. So yeah. All right, here. Um, all the articles from today are going to be from Breitbart, which I'm a huge Breitbart fan. I I listen to them all the time. So yeah, they're actually really really cool stuff, cool people. So yeah. Wait wait, let me see this. Hopefully this is working. Hopefully that's working. Then hopefully it's it's better that way. I I hope so. So yeah, uh, okay, yeah. Sorry about that. Mm -mm. Hmm. Blackburn, who is who is in the U.S. Congress, Blackburn Taiwan trip about protecting Pacific Islands from Chinese aggression. Huh. That is very curious. Very very curious. So let's go right into it. Mm -hmm. Senator Black Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee on Monday sounded off her recent trip to Taiwan. Blackburn told Fox Business News Network's Varney and Company that her trip was about protecting the Pacific Islands from the Chinese Communist Party's aggression. She warned China was intent on being globally dominant by the time we get to the midpoint of the century. Like yeah, like uh, the Ch the China 2049 plan which is um which is China's goal by 2049 to be the most be the world's dominant superpower to overtake the U.S. as that title. So, yeah, for all we know, it could happen much sooner than that with um, something 2030. Yeah. <laughs> what we are doing is working towards protecting the Pacific Island nations, Taiwan included, from the Chinese Communist Party's aggression. Blackburn advised, you know that they're intent on being globally dominant by the time we're at the midpoint of the century. They have been very aggressive in how they have ch chosen to move forward in the last 18 months. And that's an understatement right there. Mm -hmm. That is of concern to us. But what we look at Taiwan, we have to realize that this is a nation that had declared their independence. And yes, they freely declare their independence. They have a found they have they have a founder of the country. They have a constitution, a president, a cabinet, a military. So yeah, they have everything that a country needs. So they're separate from China, and they don't need to be part of China in any way. At least not in my opinion, to be honest. So yeah, she continued. They value their independence. And that's good they do. They share our goals of democracy and freedom and diploma, 
diplomacy. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see if this one's working now. And they seek to have more ties to the United States and Western nations. And that's a good thing. We need them as our ally. We sure do, especially with them being that close to China and with their relationship with China. <laughs> and they are a strong ally indeed. So, yeah, like China, they're trying to take over not just Taiwan. Look what they've done to Hong Kong. And like once they try to take Taiwan, guess what? Japan is next on their list. So they're going to go for Japan. And then probably after they try to take Japan, they're going to probably help um, North Korea retake South Korea. So you, you can clearly see where this is going. So like, we'll play the, the video right here because this is actually something interesting. I'll play it right here. Come on. Now this story, a U.S. Coast Guard... Come on. Okay, I can't make it any bigger. Sorry, it, it won't let me. A cutter that was conducting patrols in the Pacific Ocean was denied entry to a port in the Solomon Islands, and that is now raising concerns about China's growing influence in the area. Let's bring in Senator Marsha Blackburn, Republican from Tennessee. Great to see you uh, this morning, Senator. How big of a concern is this? This is always a concern. Mm. And when you see the way the Chinese Communist Party is going into the Solomon Islands, you know, Ashley, one of the things I found out mm. from being there on the ground, visiting with the prime minister, is while the leadership in the Solomon Islands is willing to go along with the Chinese Communist Party mm -hmm. and some of their Belt and Road Initiative or debt diplomacy. The people of the Solomons are not. They mm -hmm. are very religious. Yep. They are very freedom-oriented. There is an active opposition <laughs> to what the prime minister and the leaders are, are doing. And the preferred partner by the people of the Solomon Islands is the United States, not the Chinese Communist Party, who brings them inferior products or does inferior construction, doing it with Chinese labor, not working with the people yep. of the Solomons to build the items that they are building there on the island. Yep. You know, Senator, you know, you just returned from a trip to Taiwan. You called the island an independent nation. Was part of your trip sure. designed to make a statement? Oh, what we are doing is working toward protecting the Pacific Island nations, uh, Taiwan included, from the Chinese Communist Party's aggression. You know, their intent on being globally dominant by the time we get to the midpoint of the century. They have been very aggressive in how they have chosen to move forward in the last 18 months. That's of concern to us. Yep. But what we, when we look at Taiwan, we have to realize that this is a, a nation that had declared their independence. Mm -hmm. They have mm -hmm. the founder of the country. They have a constitution, a president, a cabinet, mm -hmm. a yep. military. They value mm. their yep. independence. Mm -hmm. They share our goals of democracy and freedom Sorry. and uh, diplomacy. Mm -hmm. And they seek to have more ties with the United States and Western nations. And that's a good thing. We need them as our ally. Yeah. And yep, we do. Ally indeed. Oh, yeah, definitely.
want to come back to this country. Uh, Senator Bernie Sanders claims that uh, <laughs> Democrats Sanders. have a reasonable chance, he says, to retain control of the Senate. Listen to this. I'm I think there is a reasonable chance the Democrats uh, will retain control uh, over the Senate. I certainly hope we get uh, more than 50 in the Senate, that we get at least 52 so we can start going forward and protecting working people in a way we have not been able to do up to now. You just know I it's he, he's what he's trying to say is he wants to make sure that they can out make sure um mansion and cinema don't have any power with that. So, yeah. Senator, what do you say? There's there's these people now. I say people, the pundits saying it's going to go from a red wave, which was predicted in the midterms to a red ripple. What are your thoughts? <laughs> you know, pundits always have their opinion, and I find it very interesting each election cycle. <laughs> But when I'm across here in Tennessee talking to people or talking with people from other states, inflation is a top issue. The open border is a primary concern. Crime in the streets. And, you know, Ashley, those are all issues that have been brought to you by the Democrat Party. Yep. People know that. And looking at the polling this weekend with the Democrats claiming that they are pushing forward, that (laughs) polling did not reflect that. It shows Republican candidates for these Senate seats seats still holding their lead in these competitive states. Yeah. We'll leave it right there. But great to see you, Senator Marsha Blackburn. Thank you. Good to see you. Yeah, so there you get it right there. So that that end part was a little off topic, but you, that was still interesting to hear. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like I said, China has extreme influence, especially with TikTok, which I'm going to get into TikTok right now. i bring this article up. Uh, where is it? Okay. Uh, China's TikTok. Here you go. This is some another interesting article right here, like, This is incredibly scary stuff right here. Very, very scary. China's TikTok is pushing Adderall on teens. Like we're in the age right now where like um, if like a kid has a lot of energy, like um, they they, the parents immediately start medicating them. Well, maybe not the parents specifically, but the doctor. But like I'm ADHD. Well, it's called ADHD. Well, if like this kid is spoiled, like is spoiled or something, some you know what I'm trying to say. It's immediately diagnoses ADHD, and so put him on some medication because he has too much energy, or he's not. I'm being the best, so yeah. <laughs> TikTok, which is a Chinese propaganda platform, TikTok is promoting sketchy new tele um, um telehealth startups offering prescription drugs. Wow. Um, a startups offering prescription drugs such as Adderall to teenagers and young adult users. Prescription for Adderall increased 25% for the 24 to 44 age group during the pandemic. Not surprising because of people being locked in their houses. So, yeah. Which some experts have attributed attributed to the emergence, emergence of digital mental health platforms. Not surprising. Recode tells the story of a TikTok user referred as Nick C, a 25-year-old food service worker from Western Iowa. Wow, Iowa. So one from my state then. Wow. <laughs> Who began to watch the content on TikTok influencer Connor DeWolfel, Mofa DeWolfel's DeWolf's, DeWolf's, my mistake, DeWolf's content released to uh, attention deficit 
hypersensitivity disorder or ADHD and has experienced his diagnosis. So, yeah. <laughs> there you have Winnie the Pooh right there. So, <laughs> like, this is incredibly scary stuff here. So, yeah. <laughs> Nick began to identify with many of the symptoms that DeWolf described. All of his content hit very close, and I binge-watched om almost all of it. Nick and Rick Recode adding, the more ADHD content starting started appearing. So content, I'm talking about ADHD. Hmm. Through consent exposure, despite never being formally diagnosed with ADHD, Nick became convinced he had the disorder and that stimulants would help his mental condition. Like right here, like he hasn't, he wasn't diagnosed with it, but he thinks he's like, he was convinced that he, he had it and it's like he needed medication to deal with it. So, yeah. And thing about TikTok, like Joe Rogan's um, read the, um, the terms of service on a show like a while, a bit ago. And like basically saying like TikTok, they will take information. They will scan every, everything from all the, your Wi-Fi thing on any other devices that's connected to that Wi-Fi. So like, yeah, like really scary stuff right here. All the history on it. So, yeah. Soon, TikTok began serving ads to Nick Doan, a telehealth um, um, startup company that said it provides it, it providers could diagnose patients patients with ADHD. A telepath startup company that said its providers could diagnose patients with ADHD. Wow! And write prescriptions for treatments, usually stimulants like Adderall. Within days, Nick had performed a 15-minute-long evaluation with one of the Don, Don's with one of Don's nurses um, pra practitioners. Ben prescribed Adderall and was walking out of his local pharmacy with his with the pills. That's scary, right there. The fact that um he was just some random person like that and just um got diagnosed. So it wasn't some real diagnosis, though. Huh. Scary easy. So, yeah, that's an understatement right there. I just said that. Mm -hmm. Come on, get back up there. Sketchy as hell, but it worked for me, he said in a Reddit post. God bless TikTok, and oh my God, why on earth would he say that? For starting me on this journey, between the beginning of 2020 and the end of 2021, prescriptions for Adderall in its generic equivalents increased by nearly 25% during the pandemic for the 25, 22 to 20 from to the 22 to 44 age group. Wow. A trend that the healthcare analytics company Trillion Health attributed to the emergence of digital mental health platforms. That's the scary part that they have like um, there's some digital mental health platforms right there. So yeah. Now some digital health platforms are using are, are facing trouble following investigations by publicans such as Bloomberg publications such as Bloomberg and the Wall Street Journal earlier this year that allege that some telehealth companies are far too quick to diagnose um, paying patients with ADHD and prescribe medication. Major pharmacy um, chains have been stopped filing prescriptions from some of the most ADHD, prominent ADHD tele telehealth services due to doubts over the legitimacy of the organizations. Wow. <laughs> Cerebable of the biggest telepathic providers have even stopped prescribing ADHD meds to new patients following federal probe into its practices and will stop prescribing them entirely in October. Wow. So, like, yeah, 
the, the hammer starting to crack down on it. So, yeah, that's actually a good thing that they're stopping it right now. So, yeah. Sir Cerebral, I'm one of... Uh, okay, I already read that part. TikTok has reportedly led to a major increase in the number of people claiming to have ADHD or other disorders. Aria Tuckman, a psychologist who specializes in ADHD, said that there is a lot of inaccurate information on TikTok. Oh my God! If, if is there anything even bigger than like inaccurate? Literally, is there? Most of the people who are doing it are not um clinicians. They might be speaking about their experience. Yep, that's probably what it is. But they don't make it irrelevant necessarily to everyone else's experience. ADHD doesn't look the same for every person who has it. A recent study published in the Canadian Journal of, of Scientistry analyzed 100 TikTok videos about ADHD and found that more than half of them were misleading and only a, a fifth were useful. Wow. So, yeah, like I said, they're, this my generation, Zoomers, they're, they're, they're having a prescriptions being pushed down on them. Same thing with millennials. They're having prescriptions and drugs and meds and pills and whatever being pushed down on them when they're not needed. So, yeah, it's incredibly weird and scary stuff right there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just sad. I'm just angry and sad. <sighs> this, this is all happening. So, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, TikTok, should, TikTok is dangerous. And, like, I believe it should it, – Trump tried to ban it, and I – and I actually agree with him trying to do it, but he couldn't do it because he legally couldn't. So, yeah, I wish he would. I wish he would have succeeded in doing it, so we wouldn't have had to deal with TikTok anymore. But wasn't able to. So, yeah, it's not his fault that he wasn't able to ban it. It's just he legally couldn't do it. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm getting to the final topic here today because this is actually going to be a very short video compared to other ones. So, yeah, especially with this mic problem. So, yeah. I don't, I don't want another one of these mic problems happening again. So, yeah, just so you guys know. <laughs> uh, right here, uh, Senator Mark Kelly. As you guys know, there are a lot of politicians in the government that have connections to China. A lot of them and very concerning ones. And here's one, another one, Senator Mark Kelly. <laughs> Senator Mark Kelly has concerning business ties to, to China. And Senator Mark Kelly of Arizona. He's the one. So, yeah. <laughs> Senator Mark Kelly from Arizona, who is up for re-election in November, and he's going to have a hard time trying to win that re-election, <laughs> has a number of concerning concerning business ties to China. And he's just one of very few of many. Kelly was the co-founder of a company called Worldview Expresses Expre Enterprises, that garnered in, in investments from a company that is closely linked to the Chinese Communist Party. Worldview Enterprises received investments in 2014 and again in 2016 from Tencent Holdings. Wow, Tencent. That's a huge company in, in China. So, yeah. <sighs> a Chinese company that owns the communication platform WeChat the communication platform, which has over a billion users, is suspected of surveilling activity of its users. So, yeah, that's incredible. So, yeah, he has connections to a company that um, is, is um, taking, like, activity of its users. Very suspicious stuff. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
WeChat also censored information that related to the something during the height of the pandemic. And Tencent suspended its stream of National Basketball Association games, NBA, after the general manager of the Houston Rockets praised protesters in favor of democracy in Hong Kong. Like, yeah, I remember that. And then right after he, after that happened, LeBron James came out and said, like, oh, you, we there's free speech, but you have to be yet to know when not to do it or something. Like, it was something along those lines. I forgot exactly what he said, but he said that, though. So, like, Sorry about that, guys. That that was yeah. Sorry about that. Hopefully, you guys can hear me better now. Uh, yeah. Again, guys, this new setup like it's bothering. It's it's not. It's yeah. I have to work on it. So yeah. Whatever's going on with it, I'll try to do my best with this. So uh, I apologize. Like that's just happening. I can't do anything about that. So right now. So yeah. <laughs> In addition to his ties with Tencent, Kelly also served on the advisory board of Boom Technology, a super, supersonic aircraft company that partnered with Trip.com Group Unlimited, a Chinese state-funded company. Wow. <laughs> Kelly has denied that he was an advisor, advisory board member, despite saying he served, served, served as one from 2015 to 2019. So, yeah, like... Um, that's the he once you his bullshit get well god shouldn't have said that once his bullcrap got out he's trying to cover it up but it's too late so yeah in a financial disclosure the washington pre-beacon mm -hmm. the outlet also reported that kelly had between one hundred fifteen thousand dollars and three hundred thousand dollars worth of private stock in the company as of 2019 wow so like a lot of these government government officials, like they own a lot of stock and companies. So, and it's scary stuff too. Yeah, I'm tired right now. I'm gonna finish this article up so I can so I can like yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Mm -mm. Additionally, Mark Kelly may have violated a federal transparency law by waiting to disclose his financial stake in Boom Technology. The move was cited by Fox Business as a possible violation of the Stop Trading on Congressional Knowledge Stock Act of 2012. Wow. So he's already breaking the laws, but he's trying to cover it up. Mm-hmm. Kelly was also the spokesperson for Shackalot, a multi-level marketing scheme that sold vitamins and weight loss supplements. Kelly had a speaking engagement in China on behalf of the company. Like, um, it that's almost similar to this. This, like, um, you remember that guy who was ripping people off a while ago with like weight loss secrets that they don't want you to know. Uh, I believe that was Kevin Trudeau. Yeah, like, like he's in jail right now, and the reason he's in jail is because he won't give up the money. Because apparently he has a pile of cash hidden somewhere. So yeah, so like um, and he was talking like, but he th there are some weight loss secrets and some natural cures that people that a lot some people don't want you to, you to know, but like the ones that he was talking about were bullcrap. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, Kelly will be facing off against Trump endorsement candidate Blake Masters in November. So yeah, I can't wait for that. For the mid, I can't wait for the midterms because that is going to be a very, very exciting right there. So, yeah. Okay. Hopefully, this one's working right now. I, I can't tell if it's working or not. So, yeah. Come on. Come on. Are you working now? Okay. Hopefully, that's working right now. Uh, sorry, guys, if it's not working that well. I'll have to get back to working on it in a little bit. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. but like, yeah, like I said, China is extremely dangerous. Like China, they pose an extremely great threat to the country, not just to America, but to the world as a whole. Like some people, certain people want them to be the world's dominant superpower. So yeah, I'm not going to say them in this video, but you guys know who I'm referring to when I say they want them to be the world's dominant superpower to overtake the United States in that role. So yeah, <laughs> So like yeah like yeah I don't know where the, we're going to I don't know where this is going to head I don't know if if there's anything good or bad coming out of it I hope for the best I just hope um like um I just hope China doesn't get away with what they're trying to do and what um people are trying to make sure they're allowed to do so yeah okay <laughs> like this is going to be a very short episode guys I just wanted to read those articles and like that like um it's not going to be that long so yeah <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys for showing up to this episode. Hit that like, hit the like button, subscribe to this channel, share this video, and turn on notifications so we can beat the YouTube out of the algorithm. Because my channel is shadow banned, and we need to undo that. Also, follow me on all the podcast platforms and follow me on all the social media platforms. And if you're watching this on Rumble Live, make sure to like this video on Rumble and subscribe to me on Rumble. All right. This has been Ray, the host of the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This is episode number 62. Catch it, guys, later. Peace! Mm -hmm.